Hello. Hey. Hey. You done made it all to the party? Made it. <laughs> oh my God, let me let me get my introduction. Let me introduce myself to the people again because <laughs> you done <laughs> broke my hiatus on my podcast, girl. So let me what introduce I my- <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce myself. This is your girl, Serena Shantrice, and I've got something to say. So yes, I am back from my hiatus. Um, Corona had left your girl speechless. And so now I got something to say. And I have brought my good friend on in here, Lauren Renee, and we're going to discuss happy things <laughs> on today's episode. <laughs> and so I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and all the things that she does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. It's Lauren Renee. Um, I'm super excited, first of all, to be here with my girl, Serena. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I do YouTube, um, I blog, and I'm working on doing a podcast soon. So I'm super excited just to be here and talk with you, girl. Okay, okay. Tell the people what your YouTube is about and drop the link as well so they can find it but I'll also drop it in the show notes but mm-hmm. go ahead and tell the people what your YouTube channel is all right about. so my YouTube channel is called the rising girl so it's just basically getting a bunch of different women to come together and share the information that God has given them so if it's on healing we talk about healing if it's on fear we talk about fear if it's on relationships we talk about that too and I just get them to share some of their tips and their the things they've learned over the years um, just to give it to the next generation of women, because we really need stuff like that. And so you're just going to go on YouTube. You're going to type in The Rising Girl. And I'm just going to pop up, because I think I might be the only one. <laughs> you're the only rising girl? I believe so. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yes, and that is still in its infancy stage, because you have about, what, three videos, four videos up? Three videos, three, four videos. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so be sure to check that out um, yes. and support. It's okay, so we're all about jump. support. Yes, yes, yes. So we're just going to jump right into this topic today. So um, I don't know if y'all seen on Al Gore's internet all over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> that I'm, I'm, I know I'm about to mess up her last name. Um, but Elaine <laughs> Warthrope, I think I might have it right. But she got married over the weekend, y'all. She did. And if you don't know who she is, she is the editor. I don't know. I don't think she's. She might still be the editor of Teen Vogue. Um, I think but she, she was one is. Of the, she was one of the youngest editors at Teen Vogue. Um, but she also is an author. She wrote this book called More Than Enough. Um, creating the. Let me get it right. I'm. I don't want to mess it up. Um, more than enough claiming the space for who you are, no matter what they say. Come on, because that title is Come a whole on. word. <laughs> <laughs> it surely is a whole word. You so have the book, me, right? Yes, I have the book. Well, I've read. Um, I did audio book okay. because. 
it's just easier for me to do audio books while I'm mm-hmm. working. So I put it in like it's a podcast and just listen mm-hmm. and take notes on stickies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so but I did listen, read the book mm-hmm. <laughs> once she put it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so it had a lot of good nuggets in it. Um, and so definitely her book ties into like a lot to do with her wedding so yeah so back to this wedding chap it (laughs) was um it was beautiful Mm -hmm. and um me and lauren were oohing on over the wedding on (laughs) facebook and so i was like girl come on over here and talk about this wedding and also we just wanted to talk about the importance of black love because I don't know if you know this, but she is, um, she's interracial, but in her book and on a couple interviews that I've seen with her, she really talked about the importance of knowing her blackness and Mm -hmm. knowing about her black culture. So she really wanted to, um, express black love in its purest form and do you feel that she did that just beside the wedding itself but do you feel like when you watched that video and looked at the pictures did you feel black love coming through the screen (laughs) honey okay so just watching it and catching some glimpses at first I was like oh this looks really cute I'm gonna just save it and watch it later so when I finally got to it I felt all of the things (laughs) Um, yeah, <laughs> I thought first of all it was set up beautifully for us to be in the Rona season, and they just yeah. come up with this idea. Let's do it on our stairs, our little stoop. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's cute. But just to see the whole video and just to see their friends supporting them while still respecting the little CDC laws, um, yeah, just showing that they love one another. That's the best thing you could ever do. You don't really need a lot of people to be there. You just need you and the person you love. And you do the thing. And I think they did that perfectly. And it was gorgeous. Like, first of all, who did the flowers? I want to know who got her dress from. Like, everything was low-key perfect. And Yes. Oh, they, em, em, uh, what's the word? I believe it's they emulated everything that I would love to see from more of our Black people. Yes. So, I always keep saying that God knew that I could not get married in 2020 because I would be having a fit about my <laughs> wedding <laughs> and it being canceled mm-hmm. but just to see like okay what are we like this is basically let's turn lemons into lemonade situation because mm-hmm. are you going to pout or are you going to get married and then that also it also even with me having that thought, it was also like a check. Like, are you more concerned about the wedding? Mm-hmm. Or are you more concerned about the marriage? So with the mm-hmm. fact that they were able to, because she had been planning her wedding for a minute. So it's the fact that she was able to pivot mm-hmm. and even her friends or her family, um, were there to support them um to pivot on a dime to mm-hmm. still be like 
okay, we're going to celebrate you. You're still going to get married was something that I was like, Mm -hmm. this is what Black love is. This is a great representation of what it is to like truly be in love Mm-hmm. And like we're just gonna make this work. And if to me also like if you could survive quarantine, mm-hmm. Rona, like to me you you just set your marriage up for the next twenty plus years. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, this is a hard season to go through. First of all, because nobody really wants to be in the house like that. So to find a way to be outside, to incorporate others, and to still go through with your wedding, like, that's amazing. Because for a second there, everybody's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I'm supposed to be getting married. But there's, like, so many other ways you can do that now because of Rona. So I thought it was beautiful. Like, I'm like, can you invite me next time? Give me all the numbers of people (laughs) so I can call them when it's time. My turn to get married (laughs) (laughs) it's cool we don't need a big wedding we can do it outside like i mean yes it was so it had very bohemian chic styles and Mm -hmm. they just it just looked like pure joy like it made me think that i was there yeah So that was really like, man, I was just so like, oh, it was really refreshing to see over the weekend. And it just also made me think about the importance of like Black love. I mean, Lauren, you just graduated. So did you sit and watch our Forever President's commencement speech to you over the weekend? (laughs) so I did not only because I'm always doing something but (laughs) I mean I appreciate whatever he said when he talked because that's my forever president it really is but it just for him to do that and be like okay so you guys can't physically walk across the stage but here I'm gonna do this for you it was great but I did have time yeah. to catch up. You didn't have time. Okay. Well, I was bringing it up because um, the I wanted to talk about the importance of Black love. Like, I think so many people mm-hmm. get so annoyed to see a Black man and a Black woman and their children in the White House that it was like, it just showed me how important the power, like, I think we kind of maybe take it for granted because we both see examples of black love in our everyday households mm-hmm. like how long have your parents been married Ooh, like forever. <laughs> so my parents didn't have me until five years in their marriage so they're almost 30 years <laughs> yes um, I, I knew they've been together for a long it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah so they've been married 30 plus years and my parents have been married 26 years now and so like we've like so like you can attest like we kind of just take that for granted like Mm -hmm. that's just kind of the norm for us so that's just been ingrained um in us but to see 
um, a representation of Black love in the White House. I think people really got mad. And then also, too, now with society just saying, like, it's a melting pot. And I do want to say that it is a melting pot. But it is just something refreshing about seeing a Black couple in Black love together that just has me in my feels and <laughs> does something to me. Like, yeah. it just... It makes me um, think that, yes, that one day I can obtain this and I don't have to settle because I've, you know, it's a lot of articles and things out there that be like, Black women, don't sell yourself short. You should look outside your race. And I'm like, I don't feel like I have to look outside my race. Nothing against people that do. Mm -hmm. But it, I just feel like I want a Black man. I want to help him raise his children. Cause I don't want none, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I just, I just, the idea of the black family just is what I know and what I want, and yeah. so it's just refreshing to see that, and it just made me feel some type of way. So, just how important is it to you to see representation of black love? Um, so I come from a family where. My grandparents were together before they left this earth, um, on my mom's side at least. Uh, so I've at least always seen it in some way, shape, or form. So mm-hmm. just in my personal life growing up, my parents were good. I'm not going to say they were perfect, but like just to right. see them work through things and love each other and it be genuine it's always good to see. So even now representation is important to me um, because one day I want my right. children to see their mother and father like work through things and love one another and fight for one another and do great things. So just seeing people like our forever presidents um, just go out there and change the way people view black couples and black marriages, marriages is, is important because um, we don't have a lot of it. Um, like our history is not the greatest when it comes to black relationships because something was always coming in between it. Something was messing it up. Something was breaking it up. And I just think that seeing couples actually last and genuinely love one another is so important, not just for like our millennial age group, but for even for um young boys and girls, like black girls and black boys, like, they need to see a man be a man in a relationship and a black woman be a good black Mm -hmm. woman in a relationship. Like, and I guess if you want to say play their roles in a sense, but still be able to get out there and do everything under the sun and still come home and be a wife and a mother. Like all of that is important to see. So even, I don't know if you saw, uh, becoming on Netflix. Um, Um, I read the book. I haven't uh, seen so I read the book, so you could go into some details <laughs> if you want. I will not spoil it for anybody who has not seen it, but there were just some parts in her film where you just see him supporting her because she spent so many years supporting yeah. him and his eight years of being our president, like, she supported him. She was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do, but I'm going to be by your side and I'm still going to figure out who I'm supposed to be for myself. So I personally think that we need more black relationships like the wedding we just saw, like the Obamas, because that's important. Like we don't see enough of it. And so 
our black kids don't know what that looks like and they just they just yes. need a chance to see that there are couples out there who are fighting for their relationships and they're black and they love one another yes so that's how i feel that. yeah so even in the with reading the book i haven't seen the documentary mm-hmm. yet that's on my to-do list to watch this <laughs> week but in the book that was a um uh, a resounding theme that she supported him, but he also supported her. And so just to me, like the way that he like in pictures, like the way he be looking mm-hmm. at her, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's how I want somebody to be looking <laughs> at me. And just even in that wedding video, it was like so genuine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should have got the guy's name, but the way Elaine new husband was looking at mm-hmm. her and how she was looking at him it was just like just like I said it was like joy in a photograph or in the video it was just like oh I was like in that moment I was like oh I think I might be ready to <laughs> you know have a heart again and get married but then, you know, somebody probably called me and coughed the wrong way and I put my 10 man suit back um. on. So <laughs> but in that, but in that moment, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it could really, it could really happen. It made me think like it made me optimistic. Cause most times I could look at somebody wedding and pictures and I could be looking at it from like a creative standpoint mm-hmm. like oh the flowers are beautiful they the cinematography right. was this oh the colors so I'm I'm looking at the aesthetic like I'm not even because my mind and brain doesn't even think that mm-hmm. way but because of the, like because of like the joy that you genuinely it looked like a genuine happiness yeah. I lock in on that as well as the um, the creative side as well. So like for me, it did both because most times I am very cynical and I just look at wedding videos and pictures just for you know the create the creativity to see like what I could glean and can do. Um, like my own self for it so it was it was a genuine love mm-hmm. and even though um I have seen representation and like I do know that marriages work and you know even seeing healthy marriages I'm still um kind of cynical so that is so good that you are still optimistic <laughs> <laughs> about love because of uh, as you get older, mm-hmm. um, I want to impress upon you that you do not get cynical, that you still stay very much optimistic when it comes to love because mm-hmm. she is in her, um, she's in her early 30s. Um, and so, she, you know, it can happen. Um so yeah, still stay optimistic. And and it also just lets me know that like this was so this was genuine and the fact that for me also too, 
I went so churchy <laughs> with it that like <laughs> you could be planning the most perfect day and then your whole plans are yep. wrecked. But then look at what a beautiful day it turned out. Like that people always say, oh folks used to say like, um, you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans and see how he erect all of your plans. Because baby, when I tell <laughs> you that I <laughs> had a vision board full of stuff that I was going to do and get accomplished. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel that. I really do. Out the window. I I think I posted the other week. I was like, none of this. Dear 2020, none of this was on my vision board. Not nearly single thing. Mm -hmm. But I can take comfort in the fact that um, God knew that we would be in this position. Mm -hmm. And I take fact that he along my journey, like set it up that I will be able to not just survive but thrive in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. It's important too that we don't get so bogged down with the fact that we can't really do too much and even though we're still opening back up like there's still limitations to what we can do. So it's important we take this time to like really learn about ourselves um, about our relationship with Christ and I mean I have three vision boards three for this year and she's such an over Jesus but that's because I had different places I wanted to do them but I'm like okay but each she got three vision boards I can't take that but each one is different and it's like each one has different goals I do want to achieve if God is like well 2020 ain't that year for that it's like okay so maybe next year but some of this stuff is like God is like, oh no, honey, we're gonna we're gonna cut that, we're gonna change that, we're gonna remove that. Here, put this here. Like I be thinking, oh, this is what this is gonna look like. This is gonna be my life, and then he right, he just snatched it away, and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I don't appreciate you doing me like that, but all right, what are we gonna do next? So I just think it's important <laughs> we don't get like stuck in our hurt or in our pain or the fact that he was like. No, that's not for you this year. Because low-key, he probably got something better for us anyways. Probably. <laughs> like, I just... This was going to be, like, the mm-hmm. year of me, like, traveling yes. and rediscovering myself. I'm in a new place and a new journey. And, like, those of you all that, like have listened to my podcast and just even people that know me personally knew that I had to move back home for like a few years so um I was really nervous about moving back out because I didn't want to you know fail again and fail as an like feel like I'm failing as an adult even though I'll be feeling like I'm failing every mm-hmm. day <laughs> but <laughs> but it was just such a nervousness and overwhelming and just like down right out just being scared to like step out and move and it was just really trying and all the things that I was yeah. afraid what happened did happen but it was a me and God situation and he never never let me fall he always provided he always came through and 
like I said, not not only have I been able to survive, but I've been able to mm-hmm. thrive. And <laughs> I need somebody to get that and hear that, that you are not just surviving, but you are thriving mm-hmm. in the midst of all of this. And so, yeah, so he was like, you don't need no beach to rediscover <laughs> yourself. You're rediscovering yourself right here. In your living room and then and in the quiet places and in the secret places with mm-hmm. me. So yeah, I guess I didn't need that beach this mm-hmm. year. He like, here's your couch, here's your bed. Here's okay. your you could do it right here. I'm like, oh. cool. Basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. So one last thing. You are a newly Ooh. graduate. Are you excited? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is Lauren a newly graduate, but come on, y'all. We got to give it up because Lauren finished school debt-free because that's a whole word Honey. right there. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren followed the instructions of her wisdom of her parents. And just, okay, I'm not going to tell you the story, <laughs> but go ahead and say, dro- drop your debt-free story about college onto the people and then I'm asked my one last question and we're gonna get I on the <laughs> okay y'all so I graduated from high school in 2013 and y'all all know we got this whole thing I want to go away you know I want to experience life I want to do what I want to do well I felt that too however <laughs> um <laughs> my mother and my father were like, it kind of makes more sense for you to just start here and do your basic classes. So it's like, fine, that's cool. So I ended up doing that. And then I ended up transferring to a university, which is only about 20 minutes down the street from me, maybe 30. And over the years of me being in college, it was really to the point where I would have moments where I'd be like, I don't want to do this. I really just want to go away. Or okay, this is fine. I could do this. I could say I can make it. And it just kind of went back and forth on top of just dealing with a lot of personal issues, relationship issues, family issues, trying to figure out who Lauren is because, you know, you're growing up. You're trying to figure out who you are as an adult, what you want to do, what God wants you to do. Um, so, right. of course, all girl, the all the things. <laughs> so over the years, I have been paying my way through school. So, working jobs and stuff to make sure that I'm paying my bills and doing all those things. Um, So as she said, I did graduate. I was supposed to walk across the stage on the 14th of this month, but shout out to my friends because they showed up for me and showed me a lot of love, which I did not expect, (laughs) but I really did. We got her good, y'all. We surprised her with a graduation parade and she... (laughs) Came outside looking like, what is really going <laughs> That's on? Really how I felt because they know I'm not big on surprises, but I appreciate them getting me out of my comfort zone because I did appreciate it. I missed everybody's faces because you know it's been about a month and a half since we've seen any other humans. But um, yes. I think the biggest thing with my journey is that it was a debt free and it could have gone a bunch of different ways. Like I could have took on debt. Um, but I think when I was a teenager and I was still going to my parents' church, they had gathered up all these dollar bills and they got all of their like young adult teenagers and they basically gave us all the dollar. 
and they prayed over and prayed with us and they told us that we would be debt free. And so I have this dollar still in my room, like it's proof (laughs) that God came through. Um, And crazy enough, because no, nobody really knows this other little secret, but (laughs) (laughs) while I was paying off school, my parents were paying off my car. So I'm debt free. And then I also own car. Mm. It's still like really good because they're like, we want you to start off your life on the right foot. So while you were playing off school, we were paying off your car. So this is your graduation gift. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come right. through. Come through, right. So it's been like a journey and it's been a hard six years. Very hard. I feel like this is the first year where I kind of see glimpses of what God has for me. And I'm also walking in some of the mm-hmm. stuff he has for me. And some of the stuff he's just like, not right now. Too soon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really just about trusting God. Like, and doing good with your finances, which I'm not perfect <laughs> because I'm a spender. Mm-hmm. But, like, having parents now. who are like, no, you need to buckle down because you want to be done and debt-free with school, right? So let's work on it. Let's do it. Um, and here we are now, like from 18 to 25, um, not really having to worry about the stress of paying off like school loans or car note, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's awesome that they were doing it, but that also goes to show that they saw that you were being faithful, yeah. that they were like, okay, if she's working hard. We'll, we'll help her and do this yep. thing for her. So if you had not completed, even though you said it's been a long six years, even if you had not stayed the course, but because you stayed the course and even though it took mm-hmm. you six years, it was a um, delay, not a denial, you got it done. And so they saw the work that you were Absolutely. putting in. So then they made them want to support you in a way that they want to help you continuously be on the path to stay debt free. Because <clears throat> one thing I I can say that when parents feel that you have listened to their wisdom and their path, even if you do it your own way, they are more likely to help you than when you do mm-hmm. not do it there you know take yep. their advice you you know you could take like you took their advice it took you six years but you took their advice and like okay well I'm gonna I'm gonna stay mm-hmm. here and even though you wanted to like you might have taken some time off in between them but I really think I want to go away but then in the meantime like no okay this is working I'm gonna just stay yeah. and finish so you did it on your own terms but they saw the effort that you put into it and so that's what made them want to put the extra help mm-hmm. and supporting you and paying off your car. Still, no, you don't want to adopt me. I've been Girl, to I will ask them. Just come yeah, on, you know. pop up. You know, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is awesome. Your parents yeah. are great. <laughs> I, I, trust it. I, that's one thing I've learned over the last few years. Like, of becoming my own adult is like, it may seem like your parents are trying to like run your life or do all the things we feel, but really it's just, they're giving you wisdom. They learned from when they were your age and they like, please listen, <laughs> please don't make the same 
steaks. Yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> that is true. That is something that I tell y'all all the time. I'm like, girl, I have done the leg work. Y'all don't need to yeah. go through all that. I've, I've done it. Like, that's why I be trying to tell y'all. Y'all do not want to, you know, be like me. Or if you are, take the good yeah. parts. Don't go down that don't go down that other way because I went through that already. So let me help y'all and avoid <laughs> avoid all mm-hmm. of this. So yes, I agree. I'd be like, Mm-mm, don't go down that path. Right. I've been there, done that. I, I did it for <laughs> us, okay? <laughs> I feel you. Yes. So this has been great. Thank you for coming on and breaking my hiatus because I just didn't have really much to talk about. Rona has been very mm-hmm. heavy, but I'm glad that we could see Black love and ooh and <laughs> ah and have joy over Elaine Warthrope's I'm, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> over yes. her wedding and even who she is as mm-hmm. a Black woman um just she created like she was her title of her book she created uh she was more than enough and she created a space for her and her new journey in life to thrive and survive during rona and so that was just really 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 exciting to see and i'm so happy for them on their new journey i'm happy for you you. your new journey too for graduation and finding out what you want to do as far as your path, um, your career path. And be sure to check out the Rising Girl series on yes. YouTube. I will drop the link in the show notes. Um, but yeah, do you have any closing words you want to say? I was to just people? excited to be on here with you, girl. I'm glad I could okay. <laughs> break your fast. <laughs> We can get that. <laughs> That's right. Let's talk about that. That's why it was a fast. It was a fast. It was a fast. Okay, I was like, um, I just hope uh, people learn something. <laughs> people go live their best black lives and they not black lives. Okay. Come on. Love. Love Jesus. <laughs> like. <laughs> the things because i mean we got all the time on our hands to do it so i love that we do all right sir. well that's the last words from miss lauren renee and always remember guys don't let anybody dim your light and always leave a trail of glitter wherever you go bye bye, bye lauren <laughs>